Leaving her trap, she wore no bustle. Meg was weather-browned, her hair dark and unruly beneath her wide hat, and she wore a plain, though good quality, bleached cotton gown. Nevertheless, she was a handsome woman, with a proud, strong and defiant look about her. Ralph caught his mother's glance, and intuitively she didn't question further, but told him to get into the trap. "'Boys will fight, Mrs Boyle,' she said, and shook the reins. "'Don't worry about it. They'll be friends again by morning.' Mrs Boyle smiled in agreement, and wishing each other goodbye, they moved off in different directions, with the two boys glaring at each other, and Phoebe looking smug and twirling a blonde ringlet around her finger. "'Want to tell me about it?' Ralph's mother asked as they pulled up the steep, dusty road towards home. He glanced at his sister sitting next to him and shook his head. No, he muttered. It was nothing. Edwin Boyle is a dirty toad, that's all. Toads are not dirty. Peggy, with all the assurance of a ten-year-old, defied her brother's wisdom. It's only because they live in mud that people think they are. Oh, shut up, Peggy, he said irritably. I'm trying to think. He would ask Jack, he decided. He would surely know what it meant. Even though Jack was younger than Ralph, he knew the answers to so many things. He had had a different upbringing from Ralph. He knew the names of animals which roamed the bush. He could fish. He knew how to dig out lizards or frogs from the ground and could climb the highest trees without fear of falling. He could arm wrestle better than anyone else Ralph knew and he was allowed to wander over the hills alone. He went into Sydney by himself, often walking all the way if he couldn't get anyone to take him, and he had a private tutor who came to teach him four days a week at his home on land above Creek Farm, where Ralph and his family lived. Jack was sitting on the veranda steps waiting for him as they trotted up the steep drive. His chest was bare and he wore a pair of ragged trousers. His hair was a mass of tight, dark curls. He had a huge grin on his face and his dark eyes gleamed with mischief. Meg sighed when she saw Jack. Get changed out of those clothes, Ralph, before you go anywhere, and be back here for supper at six o'clock. Ralph jumped down from the trap and raced inside, tearing off his belted tunic. He reappeared a few minutes later, wearing an old shirt and an even older pair of trousers. And you'll feed the pigs before either of you get any supper? she shouted after them as they ran towards the creek. The water of the creek was cool and refreshing, and after they had pushed and splashed each other, they ran down the hill to the pond, which Joe, Ralph's father, had dug many years ago when first arriving at Creek Farm. This water was warmer, being still, and they dived in simultaneously and swam the width of it before emerging on the other bank. Race you to the other side, Jack shouted, and whooped as he dived again. And Ralph knew that he wouldn't catch him. Jack was as fast moving in water as he was on the land. Ah, <sighs> I want to ask you something, Ralph said, as they lay in the warm grass and felt the heat of the evening sun drying them. Two young and slim bodies, one brown-skinned, one fair and bronzed by the sun. Something you might know. Hmm, Jack said sleepily, his eyes closed. 
Ask your teacher. Can't, Ralph said shortly. Jack turned towards him. Why not? Ralph felt his cheeks burn, and he turned over onto his stomach so that Jack wouldn't see his face. I think it's something not very nice. Jack laughed. <laughs> hey, I already told you about babies. He had a curious accent. English, but clipped and slightly nasal. No, it's not that stupid. It's... It, it's... Do you know what a whore is? Jack whistled. Oh, hey! You don't want to know about them. They're bad women. Ralph turned to face him. Why are they? How do you know? Jack shrugged. My father says... I can go anywhere in Sydney except to the rocks because that's where the bad white women are.